0: We're reading 2 Chronicles 6-7 through 7 and Psalm 111 here on Commuter Bible OT. Solomon has finished the work of building the temple, and the Ark of the Covenant is now in the newly constructed room known as the Most Holy Place. The priests have consecrated themselves and will worship the Lord through music. Solomon prays to the Lord before the nation of Israel, asking God to hear their prayers, reminding the people through his prayer that God resides in heaven and is not confined to the walls of the temple. At the conclusion of his prayer, the temple fills with a cloud and with the Lord's glory to such a degree that the priests are not able to continue ministering. The Lord responds to Solomon by reaffirming his commitment to David's lineage so long as they are faithful to his statutes. 2 Chronicles chapters 6-7 through seven. Then Solomon said, The Lord said he would dwell in total darkness, but I have built an exalted temple for you, a place for your dwelling forever. Then the king turned and blessed the entire congregation of Israel while they were standing. He said, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, he spoke directly to my father David, and he has fulfilled the promise by his power. He said, Since the day I brought my people Israel out of the land of Egypt, I have not chosen a city to build a temple in among any of the tribes of Israel, so that my name would be there. And I have not chosen a man to be ruler over my people Israel. But I have chosen Jerusalem, so that my name will be there. And I have chosen David to be over my people Israel. My father David had his heart set on building a temple for the name of the Lord, the God of Israel. However, the Lord said to my father David, Since it was your desire to build a temple for my name, you have done well to have this desire. Yet you are not the one to build the temple, but your son, your own offspring, will build the temple for my name. So the Lord has fulfilled what he promised. I have taken the place of my father David, and I sit on the throne of Israel, as the Lord promised. I have built the temple for the name of the Lord, the God of Israel. I have put the ark there, where the Lord's covenant is, that he made with the Israelites. Then Solomon stood before the altar of the Lord in front of the entire congregation of Israel, and spread out his hands. For Solomon had made a bronze platform seven and a half feet long, seven and a half feet wide, and four and a half feet high, and put it In the court, he stood on it, knelt down in front of the entire congregation of Israel, and spread out his hands toward heaven. He said, Lord God of Israel, there is no God like you in heaven or on earth who keeps his gracious covenant with your servants who walk before you with all their heart. You have kept what you promised to your servant, my father David. You spoke directly to him, and you fulfilled your promise by your power, as it is today. Therefore, Lord God of Israel, keep what you have promised to your servant, my father David. You will never fail to have a man to sit before me on the throne of Israel if only your sons take care to walk in my law as you have walked before me. Now, Lord God of Israel, please confirm what you promised to your servant David. But will God indeed live on earth with humans? Even heaven, the highest heaven, cannot contain you, much less this temple I have built. Listen to your servant's heart and his petition, Lord my God so that you may hear the cry and the prayer that your servant prays before you, so that your eyes watch over this temple day and night toward the place where you said you would put your name, and so that you may hear the prayer your servant prays toward this place. Hear the petitions of your servant and your people Israel, which they pray toward this place. May you hear in your dwelling place in heaven. May you hear and forgive. If a man sins against his neighbor and is forced to take an oath, and he comes to take an oath before your altar in this temple, may you hear in heaven and act. May you judge your servants, condemning the wicked man by bringing what he has done on his own head and providing justice for the righteous by rewarding him according to his righteousness. If your people Israel are defeated before an enemy because they have sinned against you and they return to you and praise your name and they pray and plead for mercy before you in this temple, may you hear in heaven and forgive the sin of your people Israel May you restore them to the land you gave them and their ancestors. When the skies are shut and there is no rain because they have sinned against you, and they pray toward this place and praise your name, and they turn from their sins because you are afflicting them, may you hear in heaven and forgive the sin of your servants and your people Israel so that you may teach them the good way they should walk in. May you send rain on your land that you gave your people for an inheritance. When there is famine in the land, when there is pestilence, when there is blight or mildew, locust or grasshopper, when their enemies besiege them in the land and its cities, when there is any plague or illness Every prayer or petition that any person or that all your people Israel may have, they each know their own affliction and suffering as they spread out their hands toward this temple. May you hear in heaven your dwelling place and may you forgive and give to everyone according to all their ways since you know each heart. For you alone Know the human heart, so that they may fear you and walk in your ways all the days they live on the land you gave our ancestors. Even for the foreigner who is not of your people Israel, but has come from a distant land because of your great name and your strong hand and your outstretched arm. When he comes and prays toward this temple, may you hear in heaven in your dwelling place and do all the foreigner asks you. Then all the peoples of the earth will know your name to fear you as your people Israel do and know that this temple I have built bears your name. When your people go out to fight against their enemies wherever you send them, And they pray to you in the direction of this city you have chosen and the temple that I have built for your name. May you hear their prayer and petition in heaven and uphold their cause when they sin against you. For there is no one who does not sin and you are angry with them and hand them over to the enemy and their captors deport them to a distant or nearby country. And when they come to their senses in the land where they were deported, and repent and petition you in their captor's land, saying, We have sinned and done wrong, we have been wicked. And when they return to you with all their mind and all their heart in the land of their captivity where they were taken captive, and when they pray in the direction of their land that you gave their ancestors, and the city you have chosen, and toward the temple I have built for your name, may you hear their prayer and petitions in heaven, your dwelling place, and uphold their cause. May you forgive your people who sinned against you. Now, my God, Please let your eyes be open and your ears attentive to the prayer of this place. Now, therefore, arise, Lord God. Come to your resting place, you and your powerful ark. May your priests, Lord God, be clothed with salvation, and may your faithful people rejoice in goodness. Lord God, Do not reject your anointed one. Remember your servant David's acts of faithful love. When Solomon finished praying, fire descended from heaven and consumed the burnt offering and the sacrifices, and the glory of the Lord filled the temple. The priests were not able to enter the Lord's temple because the glory of the Lord Filled the temple of the Lord. All the Israelites were watching when the fire descended and the glory of the Lord came on the temple. They bowed down on the pavement with their faces to the ground. They worshiped and praised the Lord. For he is good, for his faithful love endures forever. king and all the people were offering sacrifices in the Lord's presence. King Solomon offered a sacrifice of 22,000 cattle and 120,000 sheep and goats. In this manner, the king and all the people dedicated God's temple. The priests and the Levites were standing at their stations. The Levites had the musical instruments of the Lord, which King David had made to give thanks to the Lord, for his faithful love endures forever, when he offered praise with them. Across from the Levites, the priests were blowing trumpets, and all the people were standing. Since the bronze altar that Solomon had made could not accommodate the burnt offering, the grain offering, and the fat of the fellowship offerings, Solomon first consecrated the middle of the courtyard that was in front of the Lord's temple, and then offered the burnt offerings and the fat of the fellowship offerings there. So Solomon and all Israel with him, a very great assembly, from the entrance to Hamath to the brook of Egypt, observed the festival at that time for seven days. On the eighth day they held a solemn assembly. For the dedication of the altar lasted seven days and the festival seven days. On the twenty-third day of the seventh month, he sent the people home, rejoicing and with happy hearts for the goodness the Lord had done for David, for Solomon, and for his people Israel. So Solomon finished the Lord's temple and the royal palace. Everything that had entered Solomon's heart to do for the Lord's temple and for his own palace succeeded. Then the Lord appeared to Solomon at night and said to him, I have heard your prayer and have chosen this place for myself as a temple of sacrifice. If I shut the sky so there is no rain, or if I command the grasshopper to consume the land, or if I send pestilence on my people, and my people who bear my name, humble themselves, pray, and seek my face, and turn from their evil ways, then I will hear from heaven, forgive their sin, and heal their land. My eyes will now be open and my ears attentive to prayer from this place. And I have now chosen and consecrated this temple so that my name may be there forever. My eyes and my heart will be there at all times. As for you, if you walk before me as your father David walked, doing everything I have commanded you, and if you keep my statutes and ordinances, I will establish your royal throne as I promised your father David. You will never fail to have a man ruling in Israel. However, if you turn away and abandon my statutes and my commands that I have set before you and if you go and serve other gods and bow in worship to them then I will uproot Israel from the soil that I gave them. And this temple that I have sanctified for my name, I will banish from my presence. I will make it an object of scorn and ridicule among all the peoples. As for this temple, which was exalted, everyone who passes by will be appalled and will say, Why did the Lord do this to this land and this temple? Then they will say, because they abandoned the Lord God of their ancestors who brought them out of the land of Egypt. They clung to other gods and bowed in worship to them and served them. Because of this, he brought all this ruin on them. Psalm 111. Hallelujah! I will praise the Lord with all my heart in the assembly of the upright and in the congregation. The Lord's works are great, studied by all who delight in them. All that He does is splendid and majestic. His righteousness endures forever. He has caused His wondrous works to be remembered. The Lord, is gracious and compassionate. He has provided food for those who fear him. He remembers his covenant forever. He has shown his people the power of his works by giving them the inheritance of the nations. The works of his hands are truth and justice. All his instructions are trustworthy. They are established forever and ever, enacted in truth and in uprightness. He has sent redemption to His people. He has ordained His covenant forever. His name is holy and awe-inspiring. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All who follow His instructions have good insight. His praise endures forever.